It's your time. Join global thought leader, executive producer, and New York Times bestselling author T.D. Jakes and today's leading culture shifters for an experience unlike any other. At the 2024 International Leadership Summit, spiritual and business leaders can gain the practical tools they need to maximize their timing for success. With world-class discussions, breakout sessions, and networking opportunities, this is where your dreams turn into reality. Timing is everything, and your time is now. March 21st through 23rd in Dallas, Texas. Register today at thisisils.org. Justin and so good. Thousands of spring deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save big today on new arrivals from Kate Spade, New York, Nike, Sam Edelman, Free People, and Madewell, starting at only $30. Great brands and great prices on dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and more. So rack your look and get first dibs on spring styles you want now from just $30 at your Nordstrom Rack Store. What will you find? Let me tell you who I am. I am a survivor, a teenage mother, a welfare recipient, and a woman. I am a teacher, life coach, minister, lawyer, and author. I've had my share of breakups, breakdowns, and breakthroughs. I did my work and put my life back together piece by piece. I am Ianla Van Zandt, and I am here to help you do your work. Previously on Ianla Fix My Life. When I hear myself say, I am a gay man, I feel. It makes me feel petrified. Two gay pastors. Some of this, Pastor Mitchell, doesn't have anything to do with you being gay. It has to do with the mask and the guile beneath your feet. He was living on the DL. How many times had you been unfaithful to your wife with men? What do you say when you look at your wife? It's just too well put together, and it's not making no sense. This isn't anything I want to involve anybody else in. Speak on your own pain, and that is what gives people permission to stand in theirs. He has been running from his truth. That fear caused you to betray who you are. That fear causes you to dishonor your ministry. Where's the first place other than here that you need to go take this stuff off? Your mother needs to meet the man she made. Part two starts now. You got married? Yes. I'm here in Louisville doing the work with two men, both gay, both ministers. Derek, one guest, is single, has no children, but he has just come out to his family. Yesterday, Reverend Derek traveled to a neutral location to reveal the truth of his sexuality to his parents and sister. I really don't know how they're going to respond, but whatever they respond, I think I'm ready to hear it. It is important for Reverend Derek to face his greatest fear, coming out to his congregation. My next guest, Mitchell, is married with five children. And he's had some awarenesses about his life choices and how he's been living. If I knew then what I know now, <laughs> I know, I know, love. Despite having a strong attraction to men, the pastor married Tiffany, a single mother of three, and the couple had two children of their own. I, at that point, felt I was delivered. Man, I'd even preached a sermon about it, had started a book manuscript. You know, I'm coming out of it, and it's coming out of me. 
But eventually, Mitchell could no longer control his sexual desires. He began living on the DL, having a series of affairs with random men he met in public and online. I would literally feel like, okay, if I don't do this, I'm going to lose my mind. If I don't do this, I'm not going to be able to function. Five years into the marriage, Mitchell told Tiffany he is gay. So what, should I just say I'll be happy? I was shocked. I had no warning. I never saw that there was an issue. But he held on to his darkest secret. He never told her about his affairs with men. There were five kids at that point. And so I thought, you know, I can just leave that out. She's already got enough to deal with. I don't know if Mitchell was on the DL when he was with me. Mm-hmm. The couple split, but never officially divorced. They have five children to raise, and now their relationship is in complete breakdown. If you want to be gay, be gay, but don't bring somebody else into it. Don't get into a heterosexual relationship and then choose that you want to be gay. I do not believe in any way that I, I deceive Tiffany. I've always been true to myself and true to who I am, and all of my intentions and motives were pure. When you say fall into it, it seems like it could be avoided. No. I have no regrets. I'm not even worried about my kids, because their journey is their journey. I had mine, they have to have theirs, so I'm not overly concerned. Just like Derek, the only way for Mitchell to heal is if he sits in his truth. If he hasn't hit rock bottom yet, he's about to. Because today, he is going to come clean with his wife about his marital fidelity, or the lack thereof, the whole time that they were together, and how his choices are about to impact her remains to be seen. After doing some hard work, Mitchell is finally allowing himself to fully recognize the depth of his devastation. I can't pass this to my kids. Yeah. I can't, I can't, oh God. God what are you me. passing, baby? Inadequacy and yeah. I know how to be a man. I can't, yeah. like, oh my God, oh God. It was good to be able to cry. It was good to let it go. And not be judged for it. Oh, absolutely not. Don't even care. If anybody would judge me at this moment, don't even care. Because your soul is at the stake. See, the thing is, when we create these scripts and crafts and masks to protect ourselves, that God already knows. He's just waiting for us to confess it to ourselves. Because he already knows. He knows your defense mechanisms. He knows your bad behaviors. But he knows your heart. And that's what he wants, beloved. God wants your heart. I read Mitchell a scripture passage to help him regain his composure. I praise you, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Can't be fearful and wonderfully made and cursed at the same time. Okay. Wow. Just think about it. Okay. Yep. I'll check on you in a little bit. Stay Mm -hmm. here for a little while. In approaching his rock bottom, Mitchell was able to tap into a pain that doesn't have words, 
a true visceral emotional experience. And it was a full body experience. All of him was engaged. His body, his voice, his thoughts, everything. This was really a rebirth. Pastor Mitchell has been openly gay for five years, but is only now allowing himself to sit in his truth. While leading a church, he cheated on his wife Tiffany with random men. His breakthrough will support him in coming clean to her about his indiscretions. As Mitchell emotionally prepares for that difficult confession, I want to check back in with Derek. Like Mitchell, Derek is a gay pastor living a secret life. But he's finally taken the first step toward healing. Yesterday, Derek came out to his family off-camera at a neutral location. I told my parents that I was gay, and they took it kind of how I thought they would. Which is how? My father says, I don't condone the lifestyle. I won't understand. Was your mom angry? She said no parent wants their child to be gay. Until now, Reverend Derek has suffered the pain and shame of being gay and a minister, struggling internally to keep the secret from being exposed. Especially from his family, who he says has shown open hatred toward gays. I was taught that gay was unnatural, that God doesn't like gay people. My grandmother was my world. And she would even say, you know, if anybody, any of my grandkids are gay, anybody in my family's gay, I'm going to disown them. Derek's relationship with his father has been particularly strained. I hated my father for the first 23, 24 years of my life because he was just mean. He was angry. He was a cop. Very much this tyrant to do this, do this. You know, a real man does this and a real man does that. And... What that taught me is that who I was was not accepted or approved by him. Derek's secret didn't stop with his family. He has kept his sexuality hidden from his church, afraid he will lose his ministry if the truth is exposed. There's still a part of me that says, if you do this, they're going to be mad. They're going to not like you. They're going to be disappointed in you. It's your time. Join global thought leader, executive producer, and New York Times bestselling author T.D. Jakes and today's leading culture shifters for an experience unlike any other. At the 2024 International Leadership Summit, spiritual and business leaders can gain the practical tools they need to maximize their timing for success. With world-class discussions, breakout sessions, and networking opportunities, this is where your dreams turn into reality. Timing is everything, and your time is now. March 21st through 23rd in Dallas, Texas. Register today at thisisils.org. Justin and so good. Thousands of spring deals at your Nordstrom Rack Store. Save big today on new arrivals from Kate Spade, New York, Nike, Sam Edelman, Free People, and Madewell, starting at only $30. Great brands and great prices on dresses, denim, sandals, designer bags, and more. So rack your look and get first dibs on spring styles you want now from just $30 at your Nordstrom Rack Store. What will you find? Just like Mitchell, the only way for Derek to heal is to stand in his truth. He just came out to his family. Now he must come out to his congregation. Derek's parents and sister have agreed to speak with me on camera. I want to support everyone in dealing with the aftermath of his confession. 
This is going to give you a whole new language, a whole new reality, a whole new way of being. How can I support you, particularly you, Dad? Is this hard for you? Yeah. How so? I guess when you're dead, you just, you know, you want your son to kind of be like you. And I'm still trying to grasp it. Maybe less than 24 hours. I know. You know, sometimes you you imagine something, but it doesn't seem real to you. Period. Did Some, you suspect before he spoke it? Did you suspect it? Yeah. I suspected it about 10 or 12 years ago. Why didn't you ask him? I don't know. You didn't want to know? Could be that, too. Yeah. When you suspected, when you thought about it, did you ever ask yourself, did I do something wrong? Talk to me about that. Breathe it through, Dad. You know, felt like I didn't. <clears throat> Maybe do enough of the, you know, the father things, spending more time with him. He was real close to his grandmother, real close to his mama. So, you know, I, I, maybe I just feel like um, I wasn't enough influence. Is that true? No, that's not true. He didn't become gay daddy. He was born gay. It's no lack on your part, because being gay is not a deficit. It's not a deficit. It's a difference. Yes. Good for you, daddy. Look at that. Good for you. It's a difference. So I want to offer you something. I want you to repeat it and complete it. My son is gay. My son is gay. And that makes me feel. Say it. Mama, my son is gay. My son is gay. And that makes me feel. And that makes me feel disappointed. My son is gay. My son is gay. And that makes me feel. Relieved. Relieved to know? Yes, to know and know that it's, it's, it's out in the open. Whether my son is gay, whether he's straight, he's still my son. My brother is gay. My brother is gay. And that makes me feel? I just don't want anyone to look at my brother a certain way and to, for him to have to live a lifestyle where people treat him a certain way because of how he is. When you hear your dad say he's disappointed but relieved, and when you hear your mom say she's sad but relieved, how does that make you feel? On the one hand, it makes me feel sad because I never want to disappoint my parents. I always wanted to make my family proud of me. Relieved, the fact that they both said relieved, makes me relieved because I know that that question being out there, the not talking about it, added to distance between us. Daddy, you know the church condemns your son to hell, do you? For years and years, I always said, I don't care who my kids are with, as long as they're happy. Now, I'm not going to lie. I can't say when I was thinking that, I was thinking one of them was going to be gay. Right. Does God love your gay son and your gay brother? Mm -hmm. Yes. And there's something about your experience as a young man that they need to know. Tell them. I was sexually assaulted at a basketball camp. He sought me out. He took off my clothes, he threw me on the floor, he raped me and said, if you tell anyone, I'll kill you. And so for years, 
I just taught myself to deny anything that reminded me anything of that. And any time the sexuality piece came up, I blamed him for either making me gay or for calling it to my attention that I was gay. How old were you? Eight. Eight. So from eight years old, your son has been walking around with that secret pain and that secret shame and believing that because of that, something was wrong with him. And you had no idea? Not at all. What about that, Daddy? I'm just... It's a lot. Like in this... Lucky I didn't know. Yeah. It's a lot. So I'm not going to give you a pass, because <laughs> as parents, we don't get passes, right. but we do get a little reprieve. Right. And even the mere fact that you are here today says to me that you were the best parent you knew how to be. You were. Yes. You, mm -hmm. Would you agree with that? Yes. Yeah. Because in this world we live in today, how many men in his, young men in his generation who lived with what he lived with took an overdose of pills, slashed their wrist, blew their brains out. So something you gave him, the love, the presence, or just the downright fear of God in him, <laughs> that he didn't take his own life. That's grace. That's grace. So I want to encourage you as a family, ask the questions now that you didn't ask before. Anything you want to apologize for, ask for forgiveness for. Please forgive me for deceiving you, for not trusting you enough with my truth, mm. please forgive me. I just ask your forgiveness that, you know, you felt like that you couldn't come for me. Please forgive me for not beating your life enough. This is a massive first step for Derek. He'll need the support of his family for the challenges ahead. Tomorrow, Derek puts his ministry at risk when he reveals his truth to his congregation. Reverend Derek, I want you to meet Pastor Mitchell. Later in the day, I sit down with both pastors. Both men are exposing a taboo secret that actively gay men are pastors in the black church. I want them to meet so they can support each other as they reveal their truth and face any fallout. I thought it was important for you to have somebody else up close and personal, real live, to lay eyes on as you walk through this journey together. And I think you also both know that this is prevalent throughout the church community. Definitely. Here's a question that I have. How do you answer the call to preach, teach, advance the gospel when the gospel condemns your behavior as gay men? I freed myself from some of the beliefs that I had, and those beliefs have changed so that I, I, I'm free to do it without the fear that God's gonna kill me or, you know, do harm to me because I have, you know, I've have, I have these thoughts or because I am a gay man. What about you? 
Christ gave two commandments. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your mind, with all your soul, and love your neighbor as yourself. And that's how I'm beginning to reconcile that that's all I need. There are going to be people that come after you. They're going to come after you because you have revealed a long-held secret that gay men do exist in the black church. <laughs> so they're going to come after you. You're going to have to stand in that wherever you go. And what's going to gird you up to do that is really making peace with these aspects of your being, understanding the hurts, the wounds, the pains of each one of these. You've you got to get in touch with these because people will be attacking or calling or condemning. But you're a son. You're a man. And if you're not solid and strong up in that stuff, when they come for this, bub, this boy right here, you're going to crumble or fight. You've got to understand that there are some people that will never sit in your ministry. Ever. Some people. <laughs> and there are others who will actively try to prevent those who want to sit from sitting. Do you get that? Yes. Yeah. There will be a price to pay for this. It's your time. Join global thought leader, executive producer, and New York Times bestselling author T.D. Jakes and today's leading culture shifters for an experience unlike any other. At the 2024 International Leadership Summit, spiritual and business leaders can gain the practical tools they need to maximize their timing for success. With world-class discussions, breakout sessions, and networking opportunities, this is where your dreams turn into reality. Timing is everything, and your time is now. March 21st through 23rd in Dallas, Texas. Register today at thisisils.org. I sent Derek off to write a sermon that will act as his confession while Mitchell prepares to tell his wife, Tiffany, that he had sex with multiple men multiple times during their marriage. But before he confesses his shocking truth, I want to meet with Tiffany one-on-one. -on -one. She needs to get clear that no matter what happened between her and Mitchell, they need to find a way to come together. Their five children hang in the balance. I wanted to have a conversation with you woman to woman because I can't even imagine what goes on in the heart and the mind of a woman who's married with children who finds out that her husband is gay. Wow. How did you find out? He started talking about his understanding of hell had changed, and if he had always had that understanding, then he would not have been married because he would have preferred to be with a man. I was like, well, you know, we need to go talk to somebody. And he was like, there's no fixing. So at that point, I knew that it was just over. He was, he was out. Well, first of all, how long had you known Mitchell before you married him? About six months. About That's six quick. It was quick. How long had you been married when your husband revealed that he'd preferred to be with a man than with a woman? A little after five years. How did that make you feel? Hurt. Confused. Embarrassed. Scared for my children. Talk to me about the hurt. 
Honestly, I never tapped into the hurt. Still now? No. Why? I can't waller in something that I couldn't change. Feelings buried alive do not die. They don't die. They fester, and they become other things in a woman's body. Did you ever have a clue something's off here? No. I have a hard time understanding how you as a woman weren't aware that your husband was sexually and emotionally unavailable. Or maybe I was disconnected and didn't know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, think. And it could be because you all moved so quickly, the one that you knew, the man that you knew, was the man that stayed consistent with you mm -hmm. and wasn't really the right man, the, the true man. I'm afraid for my children. Talk to me about that. You had three boys when you got married, and you had two children in the marriage. Do your three boys look to Pastor Mitchell as their father, surrogate father, father figure? Yes, um, my, especially my oldest son, because he has no relationship with his biological father. So that was daddy to him. And, I mean, my oldest son was the only one that was really vocal about it. And what like, did well, he say? Well, Mommy, what about covenant? You know, like, you're supposed to be married forever. Uh, so does that mean that daddy is a hypocrite? Like Judah said, who wants a gay daddy? But what feelings are underneath that? Do you know? Is he ashamed? Does he feel guilty? Is he sad? Is he frightened? And as his mom, his heart strings, you need to know. But you're not going to be able to deal with his hurt, his sadness, his anger, if you haven't dealt with your own. Right. As a former first lady, which says to me that you must embrace the Christian theology, what do you, Miss Tiffany, say about homosexuality? I believe that it's wrong. I believe that it's not the original intent by God. Okay. I, I hear that. But a man who is totally opposite of that theology is the father of your two children and, and surrogate father to five, your five children. So what do you, where do you land in that? How do you reconcile that? Do you tell your children that their father going to hell? No. What do you say to them? I don't have that conversation with them. Why not? Because I don't necessarily believe that's my place. Oh, yeah. Mother is the first teacher. Mother. <laughs> Mother is the first teacher. So your silence speaks volumes to them. Something here needs to shift. Because y'all are going to have to do this together. Otherwise, these kids are going to be ripped to shreds. And you have to support them in loving and accepting their daddy. Not condoning his behavior. You got, you got these boys need their father. You don't have to come up with a unified voice. Oh, that, what happened to your face just now? <laughs> I don't think we could have a unified voice. Why not? Because my perspective is my perspective and his is his and yeah. they don't match. So let me ask you this. How come you're not divorced? You know, initially it wasn't a big... We weren't in a hurry. To get divorced? Yeah. You weren't in a hurry to get divorced from a man who preferred men over you? Initially, no. Why? I wasn't even thinking about it, really. It was just... Not to get a divorce and not to get as far away from that as possible? For yourself, as a woman, 
So are you in a relationship now? I am. And you're still married to the man who prefers men? Yes, you're still married. Well, you are having an affair right now. You are a married woman with another man. You're married, period. See, you, you, can't, you can't have it... You can't have it both ways. You can't hold him to the tenets of the Bible and you live outside of them. But you know what? Let's go find out the truth. We're going to go find out the truth right now. Pastor Mitchell, how you doing? I'm getting there. <laughs> it is now time for Mitchell to confess to Tiffany. While pastoring a church, he cheated on her with random men. The welfare of their five children is on the line, and their relationship cannot be complete until he tells her the truth. So let me tell you why I want to have this conversation. I just think it's important that in order for you all to be able to go forward, to co-parent these four potential fathers and one potential mother, that you are going to be the model that they use. What you demonstrate to them, what you show them, and what they learn from you is going to be what they carry into adulthood. So it's very important that the, that the decks be clear between y'all, that you two get a heart-to-heart -heart connection, a mind-to-mind -mind connection as parents. It's clear that your marriage is, is not going to go forward but you are going to be parents forever. Is there anything you would like to ask him or know from him or say to him? No. Not even you broke my heart. Have you ever said to him, you broke my heart? Maybe not in those words, but I've told him that I was hurt. It's a very different thing to say I'm hurt than to look his man, the father of your children, that you trusted with your heart, that you trusted with your three other children, to look at him and say, you broke my heart. Very different thing. Have you ever done that? No. Why not? I just haven't. There he is. For your healing. For your healing. You broke my heart as a woman, to know that I was married to a man who preferred men made me feel what? Tell him. As a woman? Married to a man. Married to a man who preferred men makes me feel worthless. Yeah. Yeah. Tell him. Tell her, Miss Tiffany, for your sons, not for you, not for him, but for your sons. It makes me feel irresponsible as a mother because I trusted you. <laughs> I trusted you with their hearts, and I never thought that you would choose something other than us. I was confused because a part of me believes wholeheartedly that you love me and that you had no desire to hurt me. But then on the other hand, it's like I can't ignore the fact that as soon as you felt comfortable enough to do something different, you did it. So in a way, I felt like I was only good enough to pass the time. What does that mean? 
kind of felt used. So I really think there's some information that you might want to share with Miss Tiffany so that she can be clear and begin to really heal, not just be out of the marriage, but heal. But is there some information you'd like to provide her with now so that she can have a full understanding of the depth of deception that she married into? What I need you to understand now is that between 2006 and 2008, I had affairs with five different men. Number one, let me get the board, because I really want us to be clear. Yesterday, I had Mitchell connect the dots of his life so he could see how his affairs affect everyone. So you do get that those men are also now attached to your mother, your father, her mother, her father, the kids between you, her little kids. Miss Tiffany, mm -hmm. I want you to see this. This is your husband. This is you. And this, one, two, three, four, five, are the five men he slept with while he was married to you. Tell her what that means, that you had affairs. Let's go to one. Book, chapter, and verse. Uh, number one, I, I met him at the DMV. And when I went to meet up with him, you thought I was staying in, in North Carolina at the boss's house. Now, do you remember that? Did it ever cross your mind that Maybe he's with somebody. So, Miss Tiffany, that's the depth of your disconnect. Yes, you believed him. Sure, this was your husband. You believe him. But the truth is, six months in, you married a man you barely knew. That's your truth. That don't have nothing to do with him. Right. Number two. Met him at the hardware store. And what happened? He gave me his number. Um, as I was paying for the items. And I called him back at some point, and I met him somewhere between the office and home. How many times? Three, maybe. Yeah, three. I can, yes. So you would be with him, and then you'd go home to her? Yes. And what did you say to yourself about her when you got home, knowing that you were coming home from being with a man? Didn't say anything about her. Nothing. Remember three, four, yeah. and five? Three, four, and five were all just people that I met on Craigslist. OK, tell me what's going on. Tell me what's going on. Miss Tiffany, tell me what's going on. I can't help you if you don't talk to me. Miss Tiffany, you can't shut down right now. Come with me. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Let it out. Let it out. Let it out. Let it out. Come on, Miss Tiffany. You gotta do it for those boys. You gotta do it for those boys. Miss Tiffany. Talk to me. Oh, yes. Yes, 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 yes. Talk to me. Talk to me. Talk to me. Talk to me. Come on. I am so, so sorry. <laughs> I'm so, so sorry. Next time on Eon the Fix My Life.
Tomorrow you're going to come out to your community knowing that some people may get up and walk out. The epic mega fix conclusion. If you fall completely apart, then what? Pastor Derek delivers the most important sermon of his life. At the end of the day, I owe myself, I owe God, I owe my family, I owe my church, truth. And you got to heal it up because that is the father of your children. An entire family on the line. I'm doing something that I have never done before in Fix My Life. I want to know if your ass prayed on me. That's what I want to know. Can Iyanla heal their broken relationship? Either you saw the weaknesses and you knew who she was or you didn't even care. When I hear you say that, I feel what? Oh, I'm just going to slap the taste out your mouth. Please? Look at this woman and tell her the truth. Part three on the next Iyanla Fix My Life. It's your time. Join global thought leader, executive producer, and New York Times bestselling author T.D. Jakes and today's leading culture shifters for an experience unlike any other. At the 2024 International Leadership Summit, spiritual and business leaders can gain the practical tools they need to maximize their timing for success. With world-class discussions, breakout sessions, and networking opportunities, this is where your dreams turn into reality. Timing is everything, and your time is now. March 21st through 23rd in Dallas, Texas. Register today at thisisils.org. Price drop, time to shop. Get to a Nordstrom Rack store today for first dibs on new markdowns. Now score even more, up to 70% off brands everyone loves at Nordstrom Rack. Denim, dresses, sneakers, tops, and more. Plus get genius deals on jackets, sweaters, and boots for the whole family. Shop your Nordstrom Rack store today and save up to 70% with new markdowns. But hurry, deals this great won't last.